You don't have to write checks to pay your bills anymore, but tracking all the subscriptions, credit cards, and electronic payments does get complicated. Today, we meet Haroon Mark Tarzada, the founder of Rocket Money, whose millions of members save money managing their finances on his app. And we also meet Johnny Walker from Ruled, whose financial model helped the company track early adoption and grow. Welcome back to another edition of The Angel Nest, where real angel investors and entrepreneurs partner to build great companies. I'm David Hemingway. I'm a five-time founder and now an active angel investor. And my mission here is to tell the stories that are powering innovation. With automatic bill pay, multiple subscriptions tied to your credit or debit cards, and apps to move your money around to and from friends and family, it's never been easier to pay bills. But it's also easy to lose track and let subscriptions you don't really need or want anymore keep draining your wallet. Rocket Money is changing all that by putting your finances truly at your fingertips and helping their millions of members save time and money and take back control. We welcome Haroon Mokhtarzada to the Angel Nest today. He's an EY Young Entrepreneur of the Year, along with Johnny Walker from Ruled, Outsourced Accounting and CFO Services. They worked closely together in the beginning to model and track early adoption. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us today. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you, David. Haroon, tell us how Rocket Money works and how you came to start it. Uh, yeah, the way it works, you um, sign up and link all of your bank accounts and credit cards, whatever you want to track. Um, it automatically sucks in all of those transactions. And then, uh, you know, our backend systems go to work and create visibility for you. So we take all of that raw data that's coming from your bank and we translate it into views that are useful for you. So the first thing we do is find all of your subscriptions and bills automatically, show you what you're paying for, when things are hitting, how much you're paying, et cetera. Then we take all of your transactions, we categorize them so you can understand on a monthly basis where your money's going. And we take it one step further so that if there's action you wanna take, so you find a subscription that you don't like, you actually hit a button right in the app and we'll cancel it for you. That's amazing. So I talk to my daughters all the time about balancing their checkbooks and checking their charge card statements, but they explain to me that's not really necessary anymore because of tools like yours. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that was the way things used to be. And you look, back in the day, you didn't need any of this. If you were paying with cash, you knew where your money was going. What's happened is everything's moved to digital currency, digital payments. Um, and from there, we don't even get statements anymore. And so unless you're logging in and actually like actively looking at your statements every month, which very few people do. Uh, it's much easier to have a single app where it's all pulled together. And that's what Rocket Money does um, so that you don't have to open four different banking apps. A lot of people now bank across multiple institutions with their credit cards and things like that. And you really need a single place that adds it all up and puts it all together to understand what is your income, where are your, what are your expenses, how much of that's discretionary versus not and where can you save and where are you losing money? So Johnny Walker from Ruled, customer acquisition always key, right? Especially to a new business. How did you and Haroon come up with a model that would help them succeed? Certainly. So, uh, well, Haroon and I were introduced, I think initially by one of Haroon's investors in the seed stage round. And so when I got started with uh, Haroon, the, 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 the focus was to put together a financial model that really architected that vision. And if I would uh, point to anything that I think exemplifies Haroon and his team, it's this unwavering focus on the metrics. And that included everything from customer acquisition through to the increase in subscriptions and the premium uh, upgrades that were happening as part of the users using the model. So it was these dynamics that really underpinned putting a, an effective financial model together. And that experience with Haroon was, was frankly second to none and uh, made the actual financial model and the pitching the vision an awful lot easier. I think there's a really funny story with Johnny. 
you know, when I first, I still remember it, you know, I was talking to him and yeah, we need a model and we got introduced and, you know, I was like, you know, how do you do this and how does it work and things like that. And he's like, you know, um, when I build a model, you know, I built, you know, in his, in his nice accent too. Right. And I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know anyone quite who builds a model like the way I do it. He's like, I have a very kind of specific way I do it and I've just found it to be helpful and nobody else does it this way. And I was like, okay, this is going to be really good or really bad, um, but it's going to be really something, which I liked. Um, and I got to say, um, you were right. Like, I found that the model that Johnny created for us, um, you said, well, what could possibly be different about, about a model? And I think what it is, I'll tell you right now, is in line, you had the projection and the actuals in the same one single spreadsheet not like pulling into other pages and, and calculating variances and stuff like that and the way the model worked is every month you would put in the actuals and then the future projections would go off of the most recent actuals so that the future model is is sound but then you're also constantly checking like wait a minute here this is what we had predicted and that's stored also so you could see is the model actually predicting things properly for example we spent this much on marketing so based on what the model says, it, this is this is how much premium users should have popped out the bottom. And we could keep ourselves honest every month and say, okay, that didn't happen. Why didn't that happen? Uh, was it our conversion rate? And we could go through the model and see at what point, what metric was not working the way we thought it was. And we could say, okay, now we got to go work on conversion rate or our retention rate wasn't good and that's why. And so it would let us every single month identify which metric was working or not, but more importantly, it gave us confidence in the model. And when you have confidence in your model, you can do things you can't do otherwise. In our case, it was ramping marketing spend. And that was the fundamental thing is the ability to confidently tell the marketing team, you have an unbounded budget within these parameters, go and spend is only possible if you're very, very certain about the accuracy of your model. And that's fundamentally what Johnny allowed us to do. Yeah, there, there was this, what uh, I, I do remember working very well, along with the focus on the metrics, was this cyclical review of it. And so every time we got the actuals, we put it in, and you and I and maybe one of, the, one of your other uh, team sat down and we looked at the differences exactly as you're describing. Yeah, and it was already, the differences are automate, were already part of the spreadsheet too. So they all popped out. Yeah. Literally, we could just scroll yeah. up and down and be like, what's, you know, are we on or off? Yeah, and I've, I've, I frankly have used that with various other clients, well, every other client I've worked with. This is the model that we're trying to achieve. This is the regular check-ins and that regular review process is so fundamental to then getting to the point where you believe in the model. It's critical. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we ended up using that model all the way through. Like, you know, we made, there were attempts at rebuilding it, but like kept coming, I kept coming back to that and being like, okay, but I want you to keep updating this one because this is the one I understand. Because then you tweak it, you say, okay, we are off by that, we're off. But then after a little while, like, you know, things are pretty stable, especially as the startup builds, right? It's stable. Um, it, it, originally, things are kind of bouncing around, but the larger you get, the more stable the metrics are and the more accurate the model can be. Haroon, how hard was it to get investors interested early on in a digital solution? And, you know, how did you and Johnny work together on that? Oh, it was impossible. You know, I, look, this was my, this is my third company. You know, the first one I had sold for nine figures. And so I thought it was going to be a cakewalk. Um, and what we instead got is people saying, 
hey, we love you. We hate the idea. So many people have tried personal finance before. It never works. You're never going to be able to do it. Um, we, I even had someone say, look, any other idea, if you put in front of me, we'll invest in it. Just don't do this one. Um, so it was actually quite difficult, even with, with our background and some of the traction we had, because of how many people have failed in this space. Um, I think that ended up just motivating me more because it's like, okay, now I get to prove these people wrong. Now, when it was time to raise funding, it was impossible. We pitched probably 50 VCs. We all of them said no. And the only one that said yes was the person, you know, my first investor in my first startup um, who just kind of knew me well enough to just think like these guys are going to figure it out. Um, I don't think they necessarily believed in the business that much, but um, I think they believed in the team. But that's it. You just need one, you know, and from there kind of, you know, we we continue to grow and, and raise along the way must have been helpful to investors once you recruited them to know that you had a model that was actually going to work because that's what all investors want to know, especially go-to-market investors. Well, and more importantly, you create a plan that you want to hit that plan. And the plan is based on the model. And so if your model is not good, you're not going to hit your plan and the investors start um, losing confidence in you as a CEO. That's like the worst possible thing that can happen. And so by having a model that was really accurate, we always hit or we, we, we actually beat our plan every year. Um, and basically the investors were like, at that point, they start deferring to your decision making. And that becomes really useful when you have larger decisions to make, like whether to raise another round or for that matter, whether you should sell the company at the, you know, when, when we did. Uh, how many subscribers you have and what's going to get you now to the next level? We are getting close to 3 million subscribers. Um, and um, really happy to now be part of the Rocket film. You know, the app was originally called Truebill, and we, we rebranded to Rocket Money now. Um, they've been super supportive of our continued growth. Um, and, you know, we don't believe in that we need some huge new thing. What we have is really, really useful for most adults. Like, if you're an adult and you don't have visibility over your subscriptions and stuff like that, and you don't understand where your money's going, and you don't have quick access to go look up things, you're, you're just kind of like missing out and you're wasting a bunch of time and you're probably wasting a bunch of money. Um, and so uh, we think that, you know, 3 million subscribers is great, but, you know, there's at least 100 million adults in, in America that need our app. Well, congratulations on all the success. Sounds like checking, savings, and the Christmas club for the digital age. <laughs> Haroon Marktazada and Johnny Walker from Rule, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, David. Great to be here. Thank you. You can find contact information for our guests today at our website, theangelnest.com, where you can also reach me. We'd love to hear from you if you know of a company or an exciting opportunity we should talk about. My email is david at theangelnest.com. I'm David Hemingway. We produce The Angel Nest with help from David Newhoff at the beautiful Art Deco Film Center building just outside of Times Square in New York. Thanks for listening, and here's hoping my fellow angels and the founders they support find their next great venture. So long until next time.